Thanks for listening to this special Octopus Energy podcast that we're recording alongside the community interest company Energy Support and Advice UK. My name is Russell Goldsmith and before I introduce my guest, just a quick note for anyone who follows or subscribes to our Inside Octopus podcast. The reason this episode has dropped into your podcast feed is because we thought we'd piggyback on the success of that series to help spread the word about the great energy saving tips that we're about to uh, share today. So joining me online, I'm thrilled to welcome the founder of Energy Support and Advice UK, Gemma Hatvani and her colleague Ian Thompson and then from Octopus Energy Group we have our Chief Product and Marketing Officer Rebecca Dib-Simkin. Gemma let's come to you first probably makes sense for anyone not aware of your community if you can just give us a bit of background on I guess what prompted you to set it up and also how you've managed to grow an extremely active Facebook group of over 91,000 members in uh, less than two years. So back in 2020, I wanted to start a Facebook community to give people advice, support about their bills. I wanted to help people with their energy bills, with complaints, with tips, hacks, tricks, you name it. So yeah, I started a community back in September 2020. Within the first year, we had a thousand members join, which was incredible because that was a thousand lives that we could, you know, we could help change and educate people. Year two, it's just got absolutely crazy. People are joining every single day. Every morning I wake up, we've got hundreds of people waiting to join the community. And we've just hit over 91,000 members. So it's phenomenal. So what I've done, I've pulled everyone together and got this community now, a fantastic team of people. And we help people 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And this this has grown purely organically, hasn't it? Just through people sharing the links. There's no marketing spend on this at all, is there? Everybody asks me this question, zero, <laughs> zero spend. We haven't put any money into advertising. We've grown this organically by ourselves, by being authentic, by being relatable. And we've built this community on trust. And it's something that me and the team were really, really proud of. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And I guess we should just clarify as well that this is purely voluntary at the moment, isn't it? The work that you're doing here. It is, absolutely. Um, I call the team the energy angels because that, that is what they are. They're on hand, they, they drop everything. They've all got families and they're literally always there when I need them. They are an incredible, incredible people. You mentioned the team there. I mean, how many people are working with you and like how, how much of your day does it, does it take up? I can spend up to 20 hours a day with the community and with the team as well, making sure everyone's happy. We get emails daily, we get phone calls, everybody wants to speak to us it's phenomenal it really really is it can be a bit mind-blowing it sometimes so it does take up a lot of time but it's about the people that you have around you as well working tightly with them I just can't speak highly enough of them everybody says Gemma how do you get these people to volunteer they're good people they really really are and they're passionate about the community we're in an energy crisis we've all got to come together and I think one thing that we've demonstrated quite clearly we've got um, this community everyone supporting each other you mentioned your hard-working team colleagues we've got one of them with us as we mentioned Ian Um, welcome to the podcast what are some of the you know common concerns that you're seeing posted on, on the community Initially, we had a group of people who were concerned particularly about um, energy pricing, understanding bills, understanding billing and that kind of thing. And then that quickly diversified and kind of widened very much. And people were interested in hearing tips on how they can save energy. I think people started to acknowledge that 
we are unintentionally quite wasteful with our energy here in the UK. And we are perhaps um, not really as frugal as we need to be. And we're not necessarily concerned about how we're using that energy. And people seem to be willing to focus on that now. So it's very much split between understanding how we're using our energy, where we're using our energy, and how we can reduce that. And this is where the community comes in really well. And we give hints and tips directly to our community and the community educates each other and that kind of thing. And we give some solid uh, information that they should do. So, for example, we try and encourage people to give regular, very regular meter readings to their energy supply, which is really important for getting accurate bills, for knowing where you are in your account, keeping an eye on that information coming through. We explain the details of it, how your billing works and that kind of thing. And, you know, we're getting a very, very regular of new influx of members. Sometimes we're having maybe 100 uh, new members a day. Sometimes we're having maybe 1,000 new members a day. And we have a core community that seems to like to help each other. And that's the real thing for us. It's all about education. It's all about changing things kind of for a permanent thing. This is not short-term fix. This is a long-term forever thing. Have there been any particular posts that have, you, you know, you've seen more engagement on than, than others? It's quite difficult to say because, you know, initially we were maybe getting 20 or 30 new posts a day just to put some rough numbers on. Sometimes we can get two or 300 posts a day. And that works out to around in terms of comments on those posts. We're getting anything up to maybe 150 to 250,000 comments a month. So that's really, really heavy engagement, good reach and that kind of thing. What we tend to do now is we, we, we lead um, and keep an eye on these posts to make sure they keep on subject. So, yeah, the major concerns we're having at the moment, uh, in particular, people are incredibly worried upset, concerned about their energy bills, the quantum, how that's building into, you know, some people are saying it's just unaffordable. We are trying to support people and making sure they're aware of the support packages from the government that are available. And what we're trying to do is to make sure that people constantly keep in touch with their suppliers. Their suppliers are there to help them and to make sure that they can provide any support, any explanation to keep these bills manageable, affordable, and people can manage to do that. And some of the other things we, we're trying to do now is diversify into, you know, we, we've pretty much established that a lot of energy is used when we're applying anything heat, so cooking and heating the home and that, that kind of thing. And people are really keen to learn new ways and new ways for preparing their meals using quick methods that they haven't used for before. And people are quite enthusiastic. And there's a large mix, but hopefully, you know, it's a really good community and it's kind of power in itself, which is exactly what we want. You mentioned the suppliers just there. What's your relationship like with the energy suppliers themselves? Well, it's pretty good, I'd like to say. We consider ourselves kind of like a bridge. You know, we're trying to bridge our community members with their suppliers. We found that almost across the board, the energy suppliers are very keen to help their customers as much as possible. And we kind of try and focus those who are in the most need. So we can identify those who are in emergency situations, such as those who have become inadvertently off supply and that kind of thing. But largely, we get a, a really good response across the board. We're all trying to help each other. And that's a really important thing to remember. Well, talking of suppliers, it's probably about time we bring Rebecca into the conversation. Rebecca, I mean, what, why, you know, did you decide to put this podcast together and, and um, you know, bring Gemma and Ian in on the call today? 
Gosh, well, first of all, it's uh, it's a real honour to be on this podcast with two people that I admire incredibly for the selfless work that they've been doing. So, so thank you for this. I joined Octopus Energy five years ago when it was a small startup energy supplier with a few dozen people and a, and a few thousand customers. And um, I was just incredibly inspired by the business's vision to make energy fairer, to use technology to show that renewable energy was cheaper energy uh, and to fight climate change as part of that. And finally, and most importantly, to build a business around customers where customers were the most important thing. And everyone in our business looks after customers from the CEO down. I am. So we must customers every day. We're incredibly close to them. And as part of that, I'm always on the lookout for amazing groups of people and what is going on in the world and how are people talking to customers about energy. So I joined um, the Facebook group some time ago and was just really blown away by how this team was was looking after people and, and trying to explain things to people. And I kind of wanted to, as I saw it really take off, I wanted to, to help, but conscious that, you know, when you're running that kind of organization, you know, being affiliated with a particular business isn't always very helpful because you look like you're towing that line. So as I was pondering, you know, how I could kind of reach out and be like, is there anything we could do? Um, actually, fabulously, Gemma's team reached out to us which was amazing. And, and since then, we've been talking about how, what practical stuff we can do to help without, you know, meaning the, the group is tied to us in any way, but just get that message out there. So kind of enabling this podcast, practical ways of sharing really useful tips just out with the world was, you know, something that we've, we've put together. Just out of interest, I mean, how, how is Octopus Energy supporting your customers at, at the moment during this crisis? So as a business, we've never made a profit, deliberately so. We've always kept our prices as low as we can. We've actually spent over £150 million kind of subsidising prices, pricing below the cap wherever we can. Um, We've also recently announced a £40 million package where we will be waiving standing charges for up to 100,000 customers who are in particular need. We've reduced all standing charges for all of our SVT customers by 4%. It's only a small amount, but we're trying to make the point that we're, we're worried about the standing charge. We don't think it's a, necessarily the, the right way of passing on cost to customers. So that's kind of the, some of the bigger things we're doing. We also have uh, an octopus assistance fund, which is £15 million we've now committed, which can offer credits and support to customers who are struggling and there's helped over over 50,000 people to date. So there's quite a lot of support that, that we, we do try and offer to our customers. At the start of September, Octopus Energy launched its Energy Helpers scheme. Can you just tell us a little bit more about that and, and also why a bespoke service like, like that is so valuable to customers? Yeah, so we're upskilling hundreds of our staff to visit customers' homes, upskilling them as energy helpers to offer tailored energy advice when they're there. So it's kind of doorstep advice. And actually, I was very inspired by some of the stuff that I'd seen from the group with that, that actually, I, I see the, the helpers as offering three, three levels of support. One is that actually people do still find energy confusing. And, and we work very hard at Octopus to make it as clear as possible. But actually, having somebody face-to-face on your doorstep explaining 
why it might be more important to pay by direct debit or how a bill works, talking someone through it, through it is actually in, incredibly helpful to people. The second level is we actually can offer some energy saving advice and some of the tips that we'll talk about in this session now. And the third thing that we can do is during the winter, our helpers will be equipped with thermal imaging cameras. And if the householder, if the customer wants to invite them in, we won't go in the house otherwise, can go around the house and kind of spot drafty spots and cold spots and say, gosh, you know, you could put a curtain there because there's a draft and actually you might see a significant difference in your in your bill. So just about getting out there removing any worry and fear and having face-to-face conversations with people. Well, let, well let's get on to some of those tips then. And um, Gemma, I'm keen to to find or, or, or hear some of the ones that have been shared from the group. But before we do that, I just want to check one of the concerns, particularly obviously around social media, is the amount of disinformation that can be spread through the likes of Facebook, obviously where your group is, but also Twitter and now TikTok is huge as well. How do you help consumers distinguish between fact and fiction? That's a fantastic question. The amount of misinformation, misleading information that we see online at the moment is it's, it's phenomenal. We see it every day. We see it all day. We see it all night. We've got strict group rules. And for us, we don't share any media links. It has to come from one of the admins. All of the information is checked out. We don't like to post anything what's speculative or hearsay or anything like that. So I always encourage the team to research, check these things out closely. We, the, the group rules state that nobody should be sharing misinformation. And we appreciate some slip through the net. You know, we are human at the end of the day, um, but we are really, really hot on that. We've set up Facebook in a way that it alerts us if any links are shared so the team can immediately jump on jump on that and just double check double check that that it's correct we can remove it straight away but the amount of misinformation and misleading information that we see daily we're we're always trying to put people straight so it's about that education piece as well it's encouraging people not to just listen to any old link off online and you know education is so important so we're in a really good place at the moment people trust us they'll come to us and they'll, they'll literally say to me and Ian is this true? And they'll, they'll literally not believe anything else until me and Ian have gone, you're fine with that. Ian, taking account of, then of that, you know, the kind of moderation and, and um, validation that you give, what, what's been the most effective energy tip that you've learned from the group personally? Well, personally, I've learned to cook and prepare food in a different way. It might sound a little bit obscure and nothing to do with energy, but um, I was kind of one of these people who would, um, I would, you know, I'd come in rushing in from home and uh, I'd turn the oven on and then maybe leave it, have a cup of tea, forget about it, and maybe I'd throw a pizza in the oven and then I'd go through that process. And it was something that you didn't really take into consideration of whether that was going to be a problem or not. And obviously that can end up using quite a a bit of energy just to make uh, one pizza, which is perhaps uh, not the way you want to go. So I've learned now to do some batch cooking, use of um, kind of some of the newer equipment, air fryers, slow cookers. And it's just a new way of doing things. And I'm really enjoying it because it's, uh, it's bringing in a lot of new dishes and a lot of new ways of doing things. And that's something I never really thought I would do. But, you know, we're all learning very much from our community and they bring us some fabulous ideas and they're very, very keen to join us and engage with that. Just give you another example. There's been a a spate of, unfortunately, phishing scams going around where unscrupulous 
plus people are trying to get hold of people's details. And that very, very quickly comes through in the group. And people are very, very keen to help each other to avoid that. And we get informed of that very, very quickly by our community. And it's, it's a really empowering, great thing to do. We are now finding a, an awful lot is that people are coming to us before they talk to their suppliers, which is, is very nice and, it, and it's very flattering. But often the first thing we have to do to people is to say, go and talk to your supplier, see if you can get some information from them. They're the first people to go to. But, you know, we understand that everybody's very, very busy. But, yeah, we've, I've learned to cook differently. I've learned to heat the home a little bit differently, use the doors and things of what they were designed for, have a look at my wardrobe to making sure we're, right, we're um, wearing the right clothes at the right time, and just be very, very conscious to make sure we're running our homes as efficiently as possible. Uh, Rebecca mentioned earlier a little bit about the, the fantastic technology of these thermal imaging cameras that uh, some of their customers are going to get advantage of, which is fabulous. You know, what we're wanting to do going forward is very much encourage people to try and insulate their homes and make them more energy efficient and tap on government grants and government uh, resources to do that. We appreciate many people rent and they don't all own, own their own homes. But there are, there are things that, you, that we can do that are very, very simply, you know, curtains, that kind of thing. It can really improve things, particularly coming into this winter period where it's going to be really tough for people. But, you know, it, it's, it's a very positive community. We do get times where people are a little bit under a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, but the community generally looks after that and polices itself. Rebecca, any specific tips that Octopus Energy are sharing with, with customers? Yeah, we ran last year, I think what we tried to make a, a simple but also sophisticated energy efficiency advice program called Winter Workout, which a quarter of a million customers took part in. And the most popular tip that we shared, over 100,000 customers tried it and found it useful, was talking about lowering the flow rate on your boiler, which can significantly reduce your gas usage, but actually still keep you just as, just as warm. It can cut energy bills by up to 8%. And basically, this is turning down the temperature of the water that comes out from your boiler. So it's not turning out the hot water that you use. It's actually the temperature of the water that goes through, through your radiators. It's important to do this safely because if you turn it down too much, it can, it can lead to bugs building up. But actually, the best thing to do is go to Google and Google boiler float temperature. And there's some incredible advice online from a number of third parties that will actually advise you how to do this. You stay just as warm. You just can save significant amounts of money. Are you running the winter workout scheme again this year? Yes, we do. We do. We will be running winter workout and um, yeah, making it even even bigger this year as, as well. I think if I can just add the other piece of advice I give on energy saving is electric blankets. So one of our data scientists did some work which showed that electric blanket is an incredibly effective way of keeping yourself warm, especially for people with mobility problems or just in the evening when you're sitting on the sofa watching television, as most of us do. So an electric blanket costs kind of between two and four P an hour to run, keeps you really, really toasty, much more effective than heating your whole home. Why? warm all of your home when you can just warm yourself we gave out 8,000 electric blankets last year to customers in need we'll do something similar this year and we actually discovered we looked at the energy costs of 5,000 of the customers we'd given blankets to and we compared them to 5,000 customers 
who didn't have blankets and those with blankets had saved nearly 20% on their energy costs in only a few weeks after receiving it across both gas and electricity. So saving 20% on your energy bill this year is really quite significant. So I'd very much advise if people are going to invest in something, that's something to invest in. Brilliant. Um, Listen, we're almost out of time. I've got a couple of quick fire questions for you. Gemma, we'll start with you on this one. Um, So first off, what's one energy saving myth that you would like to dispel? I think it's in relation to the price cap. A lot of people think they're only going to pay £2,500 a year. We're seeing it in the media through misinformation. We're seeing it, I'm seeing it on posts from my own friends. I'm seeing it even from an electrician yesterday, just to give you an example, said to me, isn't it great, Gemma, now households only have to pay £2,500 a year? And I said, oh, OK, talk to me about that. What do you think the price cap means? What does the price cap mean to you? And he said, I only have to pay £2,500 for every home I own. I said, no, no, no. It really doesn't work like that. You need to focus on the unit rates and the standing charges. And I think I find myself saying that in my sleep at the moment. And we're trying to get that information out daily at the moment. We've got 28 million households in the UK. There's a lot of people that we need to educate. So we're on that mission. And um, as I say, we're trying to work with the media, work with people that will deliver the right messages to consumers in a way that they understand. So we don't treat our community as a number. We treat them as a person. And we try to go down to speak to them in their terminology and the language that they understand. So no jargon. We break everything down. And my new thing is £2,500 if you use more you will pay more. If you use less, you'll pay less. And I'm even seeing now people in the media and celebrities using that. So it's fantastic that people are starting to use our um, sayings now. Rebecca, you were nodding along there, so I'll come to you next. Yeah, that, such such great advice. That's that's right. Look, the government has recently announced a, an incredibly extensive support package because the cost of wholesale energy on the global market, driven by a number of things, our, our weddedness to fossil fuels and gas, um, some of the, the the war in in Ukraine. You know, wholesale is five or six times what it was last year. Government are supporting in, in bringing that that hike that we would have all seen down. But there is still an increase and it will still be difficult this this winter for for many people. And, you know, if you can use less whilst remaining warm, that is the best thing to do. And I think my, you know, my biggest um, myth is that energy efficiency means being cold and it really doesn't. You know, you should remain warm, look after yourself and your family, but take the advice available, blankets, flow temperatures, air fryers, you know, join the group and see what they're talking about to make life very comfortable, but just paying less money for it. Ian, one from you. Well, what we see is people, they're keen to reduce their energy costs and usage, obviously. But we we, we see lots of myths about, um, you know, charging mobile phones and, uh, and turning the lights off. We're trying to get people to focus on the areas that use uh, the most energy. So don't worry about charging your mobile phone. You can continue to do that. Don't worry about putting the lights on. Nice, low energy LED bulbs, which are incredibly affordable now. You know, they're not hugely expensive. And the the energy saving there is phenomenal. This is, you know, a huge energy saving. Don't really worry too much about your TV being on standby. But certainly 
be concerned about the heating, making sure you're heating the right portions of your home, maybe not heating certain parts of your home that's not needed. We really need to change the habits of a, of a nation that are ingrained for generations, you know, keep the whole house warm. Absolutely not necessary. But as Rebecca says, really keep yourselves warm, keep your families warm. I'm sure Octopus Energy would love to be able to give a heated blanket to everybody. Unfortunately, that's just not possible. We think they're a fabulous idea. And what we're able to do, what we're trying to do, we're trying to negotiate with some suppliers of these blankets to try and get discounts for our members. Obviously, unfortunately, we can't give them away. We're not in that position. But we think they're a fabulous thing for people and they are really useful. And the, what's critically important here, we do get direct feedback from members who have they've had blankets from Octopus Energy and they're very, very pleased with them. They're very grateful for them and they've worked really well for them. So. The, the myth that we need to dispel is we need to be sure what our energy users are, where we're using the energy and make the reductions there and perhaps not worry too much about some of the urban myths of, you know, you need to charge your mobile phone at work or in the car or uh, you need to turn all your lights off. You need to take bulbs out of fittings. That's really not necessary. What is necessary is to be very, very mindful about things that gobble lots of energy up, such as tumble dryers. So that's really important for us. It's focusing on the right areas. But, you know, keep drafts out of the home, keep the doors closed, insulate where you can, particularly going into the winter. It's going to be terribly important. You know, make sure the windows are closed if necessary. It's important to keep ventilation where it's appropriate, but keep smaller portions of your home. It's all about heating. We really come back to heating. It's terribly important is heating, and we understand that. But as Rebecca says, with some careful use, it's not necessary to be cold. Energy saving doesn't mean to say you have to be cold in your home. It's very much about focusing that that's not necessary. But at the same time, we can save a very significant amount of energy by just being a little bit more focused on where we heat. We need to heat people rather than the home. Appreciate some people are vulnerable and that doesn't always work for them. But we are such a diverse community that there's always something in it for everybody. And the other thing I'd just like to add in, please look out for your neighbours. You know, everybody's not online. Everybody doesn't necessarily have access to the same resources. But looking in on your neighbours and see how well they're doing and perhaps offering a little bit of help. That's what we'd like to see from everybody. Gemma, any final tips from yourself? So just for an example, tumble dryers, what we've briefly touched on, they can be so expensive and everyone's focusing at the moment on that in-home display and how much it's costing them in pounds and pence. Oh my gosh, it's costing so much money. So what people are doing, they're talking between themselves daily. So, you know, we're not saying turn the tumble dryer off and leave wet washing on the side nothing like that be mindful how you dry your clothes people are drying their clothes differently so just for an example I don't use a tumble dryer anymore it was costing me an absolute fortune I've got five children so I was doing quite a lot of loads daily and I had to be mindful myself as well how much energy that I was using because we all need to reduce energy so I've changed and I've brought an air buddy a dry buddy absolutely fantastic and it, it costs such a small amount compared to what the tumble dryer costs and the benefit one of the benefits of it not only does it dry my clothes it's cheaper to run it actually heats my home as well because it gives off quite a lot of heat so you know that's another tip slow cookers they are absolutely fantastic if you haven't got one i encourage everyone to invest they can cost as little as 20 25 pounds and again with the batch cooking and slow cookers 
it, it's just affordable. The slow cooker is one of the most efficient appliances in your kitchen. So if you haven't got one, make that little investment today. It will certainly help you to reduce your bills. Rebecca, any tips from yourself? If you can pay by direct debit, please do. Most suppliers will charge more if you don't pay by direct debit. It's because there are significant additional costs for a supplier for for managing the account where we don't have a direct debit set up and we collect payments um, from people when they they, uh, receive their bills. So if you can, that is a good way to uh, benefit from the direct debit discount, which most suppliers will pass on. Yeah, that's certainly great advice. We've seen the same thing, that people sometimes are a little cautious over direct debit, keep in touch with your suppliers, making sure that those rates are set right. But it's an absolute great, great way to save on your energy bill is get the discount for paying by direct debit. It's fabulous advice. Another top tip, so it's really important to check the fine details and make sure that your meter number on your actual meter matches your bills and your meter reading if you're not sure how to read the meter just pop a post in the community and we'll educate you we'll help you to um, read the smart meter that's absolutely fine but as i say going back to the top tip check your meter number on your physical meter matches your bills and make sure your bills are not estimated and you're giving if you can monthly accurate meter readings to help you to stay in control of your bills brilliant jemmy you've grown your group from zero to over 91,000 members in a very short time, as, as, as we talked about at the start. What's next? So we're just working through and prioritising, really, what we're going to do next, how we're going to do it. We want to go big and we want to go hard. As I say, we started off with zero followers. We've got over 91,000. We estimate in year three we'll have probably a quarter of a million. We've just been asked to do a live video with a group that have got a million members. You know, it we could have a million members within the next year or two. We don't know. So, yeah, there's lots of exciting things in the pipeline. So make sure you follow the community and then, um, yeah. Well, on that note, for anyone um, listening that does want to join, how do they find you? So all they need to do is jump on Facebook and type in Energy Support and Advice UK. We will appear at the top. We've got a page. So people get confused sometimes between the page if they're not familiar with um, Facebook to differentiate the page with the community. So all you need to do is type in Energy Support and Advice UK, click pages, follow our page and click groups. And then you can just apply for memberships to the community. Gemma Hatvani, Ian Thompson, thank you so much for taking the time to to join us. It's been fascinating hearing about the growth of your community. Good luck with it and um, yeah, future success for you. Rebecca, thanks again for setting up this opportunity. If anyone has got any comments on anything we've discussed today, please do get in touch via the website at octopus.energy or via the usual social channels. But for now, from me, Russell Goldsmith, thanks for listening and goodbye.